This is the Bible in One Year Express, day 154. Even your weakness is anointed. Do you ever feel too weak or inadequate to be useful to God? A teenager from Cumbria in northern England felt God calling him. Patrick was poorly educated, ineloquent, and facing significant opposition throughout his ministry from those who felt he wasn't up to the task. Even as an old man, he still admitted, Today I still blush and fear more than anything to have my lack of learning brought out into the open. Yet despite all his disadvantages, Patrick remained convinced that God had called and anointed him as an evangelist. He wrote, We are a letter of Christ for salvation, even to the back of beyond. And what does it matter if it is not a learned letter? For it is still to be found valid and plain for all to read, written in your very hearts, not in ink, but by the Spirit of the living God. Today, his more eloquent contemporaries have long been forgotten, but the impact of St. Patrick's ministry and mission to Ireland 1,500 years ago is still recognised around the world. Even his weakness was anointed. As David takes up the throne of Israel, he says, Though I am the anointed king, I am weak. The moment you put your faith in Jesus, God anoints you with the Holy Spirit. However weak and inadequate you may feel, God can use you, like David, in extraordinary ways. Even your weakness is anointed. From Psalm 69 But I pray to you, Lord, in the time of your favour, in your great love, O God, answer me with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mire. Do not let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me, from the deep waters. Do not let the floodwaters engulf me or the depths swallow me up or the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, Lord, out of the goodness of your love. In your great mercy turn to me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in trouble. Anointed in Times of Trouble Are you going through a time of trouble? David was in a time of deep trouble in his life. He felt like he was in a swamp, a black hole, a death trap. He says, I'm flat on my face, reduced to a nothing. David, the anointed leader of Israel, was a person of prayer. Many of the Psalms are attributed to him. In this Psalm, we see an example of his honest, raw and intimate prayers. When you're in trouble or in a position of great weakness, first know God's great love for you. David prays, In your great love, O God, answer me. Answer me, O Lord, out of the goodness of your love. In your great mercy, turn to me. Second, cry out to God in your heart. Be honest with God. Tell him what you're really feeling. Rescue me from the mire. Do not let me sink. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in trouble. Lord, thank you that I can pray to you in times of trouble. Lord, today I cry to you for help. New Testament from Acts 1 After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait 
for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. When they gathered round him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It's not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he'd said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who's been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you've seen him go into heaven. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering 120, and said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled, in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, May his place be deserted, that there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership. Therefore it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. Anointed by the Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead now lives in you. Of the four gospel writers, Luke's the only one who continues to tell the story of the next generation. The story of Jesus continued in the believers, and now it continues in you. The book of Acts is the history of the church, volume 1. History matters to Luke. He uses such words as eyewitnesses, carefully investigated an orderly account. And here he talks about many convincing proofs. He stresses that Jesus did not just appear as a fleeting impression like a ghost. After his death, he presented himself alive to them in many different settings over a period of 40 days as they met and ate meals together. This is the second volume in Luke's life of Jesus. He refers to his earlier gospel as being all that Jesus began to do and teach. Now he tells the story of what Jesus continued to do through the Holy Spirit. Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit as the gift promised by the Father. Now he promises that in a few days the disciples will be baptized with the Holy Spirit and receive power to be his witnesses to the city, Jerusalem, the nation, all Judea and Samaria, and to the world, to the ends of the earth. Through the rest of the passage, we see a series of examples of people who have been filled with the Holy Spirit and been his messengers across the world. The wonderful news is that you are included in this list. First, David. The Holy Spirit speaks through people, including David. Peter gives examples 
of how the Holy Spirit spoke through David in the Psalms, even predicting the replacement of Judas the betrayer. Second, Jesus. Supremely, the Holy Spirit anointed Jesus. Luke tells us that Jesus gave instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. In particular, on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Third, apostles. Though in many ways they were weak, the apostles would be anointed by the Holy Spirit for the task that they ahead. The word apostle is used in several different ways in the New Testament. In the wider sense of a person who's sent by God, it clearly applies to many people in the past and also today. In a narrower sense, there are people who have what might be described as an apostolic leadership gift. However, here it is used in the narrowest sense of the word. They were a special group of people who were uniquely qualified by Jesus. The Holy Spirit spoke through them in a unique way. These were the apostles whom Jesus had chosen and to whom he gave special instructions through the Holy Spirit. Judas had originally been part of this group. Now they were looking for a replacement. Peter lays down the qualifications. They had to have been with Jesus throughout his ministry, witnessed his resurrection, and to have received the necessary training. Fourth, you. Jesus said, in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. On the day of Pentecost, this was fulfilled, and the Apostle Peter made it clear that the promise was for all whom the Lord our God will call. This includes you. The Holy Spirit comes to anoint and empower you, to help and guide you in every aspect of your life, not just the spiritual parts. Everything you have belongs to God, and He wants to be involved in all of your life. Through the Holy Spirit living within you, God wants you to become like Jesus in all your thoughts, attitudes, words, and actions. You are Jesus to the world. Lord, thank you that your Holy Spirit now lives in me. Thank you that though I am weak, I am anointed to be your witness. Help me to be the mouthpiece of your Holy Spirit. Old Testament from 2 Samuel 3-5 to And today, though I am the anointed king, I am weak. Anointed for leadership. In order to be leaders, you do not need to be perfect. David said, though I am the anointed king, I am weak. The history of David's life in the Bible is a great testimony to both the anointing and weakness of David. He knew that he was far from perfect, and yet he also knew that God could still use him. He doesn't dwell on his weakness, but rather turns the situation over to God. In spite of his weaknesses, God used him in extraordinary ways. This passage also reminds us that God used David throughout his life. We have already seen many examples of how God had used David as a leader for many years before he became king. Yet when he became king, David was still relatively young. Thereafter, he continued to be used by God throughout a long and mostly successful reign. David was 30 years old when he became king, and he reigned for 40 years.
The Lord said about David, You shall shepherd my people Israel, and you shall become their ruler. Then all the elders anointed David king over Israel. David became a leader, full of integrity. He shepherded them with integrity of heart. With skillful hands, he led them. David was the type of leader we desperately need today, in the church and in society. Men and women of character and capabilities, integrity of heart and skillful hands. Thank you, Lord, that the same Holy Spirit who lived in David, Jesus, and in the apostles, now anoints and lives in me. Thank you that even my weakness is anointed. Pepper adds, In 2 Samuel 3, it says, Joab and his brother Abishai murdered Abner because he had killed their brother Asahel in the Battle of Gibeon. Wanting revenge is a powerful emotion. I can understand Joab wanting to avenge his brother's death. It is not easy to forgive a person who has hurt someone you love without knowing that Jesus had died for me. I'm not sure I could even begin. I still have to go on forgiving one of our children's teachers who was vindictive. Don't get me started.